I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. There's something else to watch. Two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's that's why boxing is the way it is. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio, and internet history. He comes on damn near torpedoes full steam ahead. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Austin imitated but hardly duplicated. 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so cocky host. When I say cocky, think with capital letters. Straight up, I'm a four-time Golden Glove champion so I can fight, and I've won some awards for my boxing ride. I'm a trained journalist, so what I'm trying to tell you is I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? The average fan, you. You probably know a little bit or a lot more than me because I'm not, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the fan. You're the fan. Straight up, here's the open phone line, 1-800-878-7529. Our toll-free listening line, once at the top of each hour, 1-800-878-7529. The no-commitment text line, and Daniel will handle this. The number, 415-275-1613. The text line here in the studio, 415-275-1613. Of course, tonight, wow, Jaime Munguia. I remember when he was a 154-pound kid. The guy looked like he was like 18 years old. He was a professional boxer, 17 years old. looked like a baby. Still looks like a baby, but now he's fighting at 160. He's in the main event tonight on The Zone, D-A-Z-N. That's the boxing app, of course. That's the boxing app. If you're a boxing fan, you've got to have The Zone, D-A-Z-N. Probably cost you about 20 bucks a month. And ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus got it going on. Of course, all the other channels, care less. Bottom line is you can catch them on YouTube. But The Zone and ESPN Plus. Tonight, ESPN Plus, of course, not on. But take that back. They've got a card tonight. Jaime Munguia is going to be on the zone. The 19th, of course, Amir Khan. Remember Amir Khan? He was a good fighter at one point in time. 2004 Olympic bronze medalist. Remember, he had the glass jaw. I mean, he got knocked out, bang, by British Prescott in his fourth fight. Well, he's still fighting. We'll talk about that in depth after the break. Socrates Palmer, live on Ring Talk, live worldwide and WBC TV.
Yes, I'm so sorry about the wait, ma'am. I'll be with you shortly. Um, Carrie, how many appointments did we book at 2.30? Jin's physical therapy clinic is pretty stretched. He needs another PT before patients get bent out of shape. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. No visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right prescription. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable, and they're made in the USA. They prepare and ship directly, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Plus, there's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code SPORTS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code SPORTS to receive your first month free. Let's say your business does $10,000 to $15,000 or more monthly revenue. There are times when you need more cash flow to run your business, right? Well, if you're a business owner in this situation, you need to call the Merchant Funding Line. We don't play by bank rules. We're a direct lender with the power to approve deals. We look at your business and we decide how much money to lend you. Good credit or bad credit, even if your business was affected by the recent pandemic. If your business is solid, we can lend you up to $500,000 in one day. That's a half a million dollars in one day. Use the money for anything you think is right to run your business. If you need money, call now to learn how easy it is to get up to $500,000 in as little as one day. 800-905-7186. That's 800-905-7186. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Now, more Brain Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What is it? Check out the old Tower of Power website, towerofpower.com. They got it rocking. Of course, Emilio Castillo and the gang. Man, they're still doing it since 1968. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Well, the star last week, of course, was John Ryder. Who is he? He's some nondescript Englishman who happened to win a, uh, a decision over Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs, a former middleweight champion, come to us out of Brooklyn, New York. He was a decided favorite going across the pond, but you never know what happens when you go across the pond. And Danny Jacobs looked good for like the first five or six rounds, and he sort of fell asleep. And then the other guy sort of like imposed his will. At the end of 12 rounds, they gave the uh, 
WBS Super Middleweight Eliminator to the hometown guy, John Ryder. Whether he deserved it or not, I don't know, but it was a close fight, 115-113. But when you give up the last six rounds in a fight, or five of the last six rounds, you sort of bring in that spit on yourself. The week before, I want to mention the fact that Chris Eubank has probably looked the best I've ever seen him. Of course, he took out Liam Williams. Uh, they fought at junior middleweight. I think he's wanting to talk to him about fighting at middleweight. Of course, Chris Eubank Jr., the son of Chris Eubank Sr., the guy that wore a monocle. I mean, it was sort of cool. We're kicking back one time. I think we're in we're in New York City, and I'm in an elevator. I walk into an elevator, and this black dude's wearing this monocle, sort of like a, 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 instead of a glass, a pair of glasses. It's just one one glass. You put it up in your eye like that, and he's got that was you know he's an unusual dude. Anyway, um, of course, a what a 168 pound champion and a 160 pound champion was Eubank Senior. So Eubank Junior. We'll see if he follows in the footsteps. Now I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but tonight on pay per view, and there, when I say pay per view, sometimes I mean pay-per-view. You have to you know, pay-per-view. They're going to pay you to watch this. What am I talking about? This is the reverse of real pay-per-view. This is pay-per-view where they pay you to watch a fight. This is Amir Khan. A-M-I-R is how he spells his name. I spell it in two words. A-M-E-R-E. And then I put the con at the end, C-O-N. So three words. Bottom line is Amir Khan. He's been fooling the boxing world for a long time now. Of course, he goes over to Arabia, gets the uh, Arabs to throw a bunch of money in the pot for him. So anybody who wants to go over there and fight him gets paid handsomely. And usually the guys are like me and Scott Cuddy and people like that. And, you know, they can't fight much or old or something like that. So it's, it's a mismatch. And that's basically the way Amir Khan's been going. So tonight or in a couple hours, he hooks up with Kell Brook. And Kilbrook was a fine welterweight champion at one point in time, undefeated, I believe, the IBF for the WB title holder. And then he stepped up from 147 pounds, thought he had some <coughs> stones, intestinal fortitude. And he probably did, but it was a stupid move. And I said it was a stupid move before he did it. But he moved from 147 pounds to 160 pounds and took on Gennady Golovkin. And Golovkin broke his face. Broke his face. I mean, he broke, broke bones in his face. Okay, like facial bones, okay? So, bottom line is, he never he was never the same after the fight. He never will be the same. And Kelbrook was damaged goods. And Larry Merchant, I tried to tell Larry Merchant, the retired HBO godfather, I said to him, Larry, I wouldn't take that fight, man. You can get hurt fighting a bigger guy like that. He goes, Pedro, this is all about money. Professional boxing. It's about money. Yeah, at the end of the day, it was about money. So, that's what these guys are doing tonight. A money fight. Amir Khan and Kelbrook. They sold it out somewhere in the UK, and it will do well in Europe. But over here... Pay-per-view. They will pay you to watch this. Speaking of guys i got to pay, how about Boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer, the star of the show? Let's bring him in. Of course, he's coming to us from Brooklyn, New York, the Bronx. Uh, the Bronx, your guy failed last week. Danny Jacobs, what happened? You got 90 years old in the last half of the fight or what? That pretty much sums it up. I mean, he looked great <laughs> for the first five, five rounds. I thought he looked pretty sharp. Um, and then he just something happened. You know, it was like he... Like the, the gas ran out quick and he let a guy who he should have handled just kind of hang around and and you got to be aware of your surroundings, you know, in life. And he should have realized that he was fighting in England and he was not going to get the, uh, the benefit of the doubt. But the, the irony is that the American judge was the one that went right his way. So um, and uh, I believe the other guy was from Monaco. If I'm not mistaken. So, do, do you think that? Um, do you think that sometimes? Do you think that sometimes the American judges, when they go over there, then and they've got an American fighter in, in, involved, that they sometimes go the other way, not knowing they can't strike that perfect median. I think that's a, that's a fair point, you know, because it's like almost damn if you do, damn if you don't. You know, if you give the benefit of the doubt to, to your um, to your um, uh, countrymen then, of course, you, you are being biased. 
you know, you are uh, someone who who's on the take. Uh, maybe uh, Danny should have gotten the nod talk live at the same time. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. The boxing's PAC, Socrates Palmer on the line from the East Coast, of course, the two one two area code. Um, ESPN, I mentioned a little bit earlier, is dark this week, but Jaime McGee and Demetrius Ballard. Is Demetrius Ballard a formidable foe on the zone tonight? Uh, he's undefeated, but I don't think he's going to be much of a challenge for, for Munguia. But then again, I could be sh- selling him short, just like I sold short Ryder. Uh, but Munguia seems to be getting better every time out. You know, he's, uh, he, he's a work in progress. Um, he's kind of been taking some baby steps. He's been a, you know, quote-unquote world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's undefeated, very well handled. He's looked moments that he's a little green, but then he's had moments that he's looked really good. You know, I thought he was great uh, out hustling um, the veteran uh, from Philadelphia. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, uh, King Gay Rosario. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is another another good test for him. Hopefully we get to see him in a title fight uh Possibly against uh, the winner of Triple G and uh, or uh, Murata, uh, or he's also like he could also fight uh, Jamal Charlo. Okay, you know, there's, there's a lot of options for Munguia. Here's what's up. I'm having Skype problems, so I'm going to call you back right now. We're going to go to an early break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, we'll get rid of our technical difficulties and be back right after the break. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But, hey, you knew that. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Man, where'd you dig that one up? 1942 or something like that? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course, coming to you on WBC TV. We talked uh, earlier about uh, ESPN being silent this week. Next week, we're going to go with Josh Taylor and Jack Carroll. We'll get to that with the Boxing's PhD in just a minute. But Jaime McGee. At 154 pounds, he was bigger than everybody at 154. At 160, he's sort of like the same size as everybody else at 160. Uh, did he use that size as an advantage, or is he going to be able to compete with the Charlos and people like that? Um, I think so. I mean, he's he's a legitimate six feet. I mean, his punching power doesn't seem as devastating um, as it did when he took the 54 title against uh, uh, the world kid uh, Ali. Saddam Ali uh, on HBO, and he just looked like a like a killer, you know. Um, but then again, he I was a guy who's really a blown up welterweight. So only time will tell, you know. But he is getting uh, better. Um, he fought toe to toe against King Gabe Rosario, Rosado, who has fought anywhere from sixty eight to sixty to fifty four. Was a strong man himself, and uh, like I said, uh, he gets better every time out. But even more important, he's really handled well. You know, he's matched up well. Ballard should be right in front of him. And let's see if he looks uh, explosive tonight. <clears throat> Ryan Garcia um, getting divorced from the Reynoso team. Uh, I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, Eddie Reynoso, senior and junior. <laughs> um, and going with Joe Goose. And Joe Goose, and you and I both know, is a class act, this and that. But can Joe focus this kid? I think this kid is so, like, focused on stuff that's not boxing-related, and I wonder if he can really get down and be a total boxer. Well, that's definitely a big challenge. Um, uh, I think Ryan, at the end of the day, has to realize that his bread is buttered with his fist. You know, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of people on Instagram that are famous for being famous, um, but at the end of the day, what Ryan Garcia does inside the ring is what's going to get him paid. 
and was going to make him a household name. Um, I think the kid has a lot of potential. He is everything that a promoter would want. And I think Joe Goosen may be the guy to tap into his full potential. Um, Joe's a calming influence. He's someone that's not, he's not a yeller, you know, in the corner. He's, he's a guy that's going to be cool as a, as a cucumber. And he's dealt with guys that have um, personalities, you know, Diego Corrales. You know, Diego Corrales was known to be hot and cold. Uh, Joel Casamayor was a handful, you know. So he's dealt with personalities, and I think that it's a good fit. And, um, you know, I, I'm very eager to see uh, uh, the goose and influence on, uh, on Ryan Garcia. I could do a whole segment on Diego Corrales right now after you bringing him up. Of course, he and I were pals when he was an amateur, pals when he was a pro. We had a divorce uh, to an extent when he threw his old lady <laughs> down the stairs, when he grabbed her by the hair and threw her down the stairs. We had a divorce for a couple of years. He went to jail. And of course, he, you know, he lost that fight to Floyd Mayweather. And then you know, just before he died, I guess about two years before he died, we talked a couple of times on the phone. And then I said, I'm going to come to Vegas and see you. Well, I never went to Vegas and never saw him. And then I saw, I, I still think in that motorcycle accident, I think it was suicide. You know what? I, I think so, too. And, and, and a lot of people do, too. Um, it just doesn't add up the way um, that uh, quote-unquote accident um, that he had on his motorcycle. And uh, he ate the back of a truck, was it? Yeah. You know, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, unlike I mean, Salvador you know. Sanchez, who was out getting getting laid, having sex, he, the Mexican icon, of course, the <laughs> man that was once beaten, WBC featherweight champion B, Danny Little Red Lopez for the title, knocked out Wilfredo Gomez. Was, I think he was training for a, a fight with Luan Laporte at the time. He went out and got laid at training camp. He was at training camp, Sock. And you know those guys say you can't have girls when you're training, this kind of stuff. Except Julio Cesar Chavez, he had girls on two floors of a hotel. One was his wife. Anyway, so Salvador Sanchez uh, goes out and gets some tail, and then he looks at his clock and he realizes, oh, it's 5.30. They're going to be knocking on my door at 6 o'clock to get me up to run. So he gets in his van, uh, he gets in his Corvette that Don King bought him, and he starts jamming back to where he was training camp. He's doing 120 miles per hour, and he ran into the back of a chicken truck. And that was, it. That was his demise. That's, yeah, I mean, one of the real tragedies, you know, maybe the greatest featherweight of all time, you know, Salvador Sanchez was a, just anybody, please do yourself a favor and go on YouTube, you know, he was a bad man, and mm. who knows where, you know, where how far he would have gone, if he would have gone up to lightweight, you know, and, and be as dominant, but for that short period of time, Salvador Sanchez was a thing of beauty. But weren't his, weren't most of his, yeah. most of his opponents like, really tailor-made for him. I mean, Pat Codell, guys like that. These guys weren't serious threats. And then Azuma Nelson took him to the edge of the brink um, of death there. But well, Bazooka Gomez was a bad man, too. You know, that was probably his signature fight. Yeah, but Gomez weighed in at 130 that morning instead of weighing 126. He never made the weight that day. Of course, he got his jawbone broken in the first round, his cheekbone broken. He never really got into that fight, and he got lit up. I was there. That was a one-sided beatdown. And the Mexicans had a great night that night. The Puerto Ricans were drinking. The, the, the Mexicans were drinking. The Puerto Ricans were drinking. But the Puerto Ricans were all bummed out. Right. Well, and, and that was payback because Vasquez took uh, Zarate yeah. and, and beat Gomez the stuff took, Gomez him, right? took Zarate. So, he, he beheaded Zarate. Yeah. I mean, that was personal. You know, that was really personal. And, and that is, you know, when people talk about the, the Puerto Rican-Mexican rivalry, the, the, to me, the, those are the godfathers right there that started this whole thing. 
you know, those were real, I mean, personal fights. I, you know, but, you know, I, I grew up in New York. So I, I know how big Bazooka Gomez was, and that was a sad night uh, for a lot of Puerto Rican fight fans. And, you know, I was stunned. I mean, I was just stunned. Here the guy was like 33-0 and 0 with, with a draw and 33 knockout, 33. It was like he had some phenomenal record. I'm saying to myself, you know, on paper he doesn't get beat. But when he weighed in at 1.30 that morning, I knew that, you know, I knew this. I knew that, you know, you don't, you, don't weigh, you don't weigh four pounds over for a fight. And here's what happened, Sock. He went to bed that night, the night before, at 126 exactly. And he woke up at 1.30, so they think he was drinking water out of the uh, bathroom. Mm. Wow! I drank water. I'll when drink, did I'll they tell stop you, the same day? Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Mm. I'll tell you the, the same day weigh-ins. I, I'll tell you a story. One time, I drank some water out of a toilet tank. Not the bowl, but the tank. I was dying. I was. I mean, they shut. Here's what's up. I was in a place, and they, we all knew that two of us were having weight problems. So they basically shut off the water in the building. Okay, so they shut off the water in the building, and I was dying. I was almost starting to see things. I was, I was so hallucinating almost. Probably was weed I was smoking. But anyway, but the bottom line is um, I, I needed some water. I lifted up the toilet, the lit, top of the toilet tank, and I actually took a couple sips from the, from the uh, tank. Ouch. True well, confession. I'll tell you what. The toilet tank is, underrated, is an underrated uh, appliance because I have been in hotels that the refrigerator was bad. <laughs> and I put some beer in the in the toilet, <laughs> so it wouldn't go bad. So. Okay. Hey, what does that say about Jorge yeah. Linares if he gets stopped by the Russian over there in Russia, and uh, and and Devin Haney doesn't stop him? Uh, what does it say? Um, I think it's probably you know it's time for Linares to hang it up. You know, but then again, who knows? I mean, the the, the Russian fighter is doing what what. Um, is the classic case, you know, if you, you fight a veteran to get that name on your resume, who you know who's over the hill, and it, it puts your name on the map. Uh, Jorge Linares looked good for about three rounds against Devin Haney, and he almost shocked the world, but he didn't have enough to, to, to get over the hump. He's probably definitely past his prime. He's had a great career, and let's see if tonight's the last hurrah for him. Is Udi Ugas, is Udi Ugas the... Uh... The uh, Rodney Dangerfield of boxing, uh, Mr. Ugas. Yeah. Uh, you know, I probably am part of that. Uh, no respect for my. Yeah, I've definitely been one who has crapped on him. But uh, you know, he's got a big shot now. You know, he's uh, he pulled off the upset against Pacquiao, and um, it was kind of like damn if you do, damn if you don't. I mean, he beat Manny Pacquiao, but. He beaten over the hill, Manny Pacquiao. Well, now he's got Errol Spence, who's considered, you know, uh, the best welterweight in the world, depending on who you talk to. And um, he is a live dog, just for the fact that I don't think Errol Spence is as good as he once was, or if he even was as good as we as he was hyped up to be. Um, he's a big guy, a big welterweight, and he is getting better. You know, he probably got shafted against uh, Sean Porter a couple of years ago. And um, this is definitely his time to uh, to cement himself as someone who deserves respect. If I was fighting Spence, I'd be calling him on the phone, and in the background, I'd be playing these screeching tire sounds. <laughs> I just, listen, anybody that gets flipped out of a car at 150 miles per hour is going to have some uh, residual effects. Yeah, I mean, you would think so, man. I mean, that's why I gave Danny Garcia a chance to, to, to pull off the upset. But, you know, Danny, 
you know, has a tendency to, to fall short, you know, when it comes to the money on the line. Uh, let's see if Ugas doesn't. Um, Earl Spence seems to be settled down. You know, he was kind of that. It might have been that coming to Jesus moment, you know, flying through the windshield of a of a uh, was a Ferrari or a Lamborghini he had. Yeah, Ferrari, something like that. Um, but yeah, something really expensive and. You know, speed and alcohol do not mix, right? Yeah, and so. here's what's up. What really irked me about the Earl Spence accident was the fact he had a ten thousand dollar handgun with him. What did? Why would anybody need a ten thousand dollar handgun? And what does that mean? Unless it got diamonds on it? I, damn, that's something like that you would see like on a narco show. Ten thousand dollar handgun. Uh, ten thousand dollar handgun. Like, the, the, the golden the bullets in it? No, that, there were bullets in it. Yeah. Jeez, I mean it's Texas, so. You know, it's definitely a pack in the state. Um, no, but no, no. But Jerry Jones, Jerry oh. Jones got involved here. The owner of the Dallas Cowboys, he made everything go away. I mean, what happened to the DUI charge? It's good to have friends in high places, sir. <laughs> That's well, what I, I, you know, say. yeah, we we were talking about that. We were talking about that's Michael Irvin. Oh God, that's guys that. like Michael Irvin and and, and and Nate Newton, guys that have played for the Cowboys. How good of a friend Jerry Jones can be. Okay. And influential. So, who who is Williams Zapata, and can can he be David? Can he be Devin Haney? No, okay. no, I don't think. So. <laughs> Plain and simple, no. Um, unless Devin Haney takes him lightly, you know. Um, I'm, I'm sure there has to be some sort of mental letdown. I mean, he's been lobbed. That's, that's the thing, Pedro. Who do we believe? Because if, if we believe everything we read on the internet. Devin Haney's calling out Cambosis. He falls up short. He's called out Lomachenko. Mm. He doesn't. He falls up short. Mentally, it has to be some sort of letdown, you know. And well, does he maybe takes this kid for granted? But I can't see that happen. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Devin Haney Cambosis type of debacle, debacle because Devin, Devin Haney was the guy they wanted to go down there and fight. Um, uh, Ken George Cambosis, the world lightweight champion. Okay, but Devin Haney has a WBC belt, so that gives him a little bit more play than the other guys. Outside of that, he has nothing. He couldn't walk down the street in San Francisco and get arrested for being Devin Haney unless he committed a crime. Nobody knows who he is. I mean, he's, he, he's never had the key to the city. I mean, nothing, nothing. We don't know him here. We just don't know him. People on boxing don't know him. He's never drawn a crowd uh, over a few thousand people down there in, the, in, in Orlando, Florida, at the Seminole, one of, those, one of those casinos. Outside of that, he's never drawn anybody, okay? And, of course, now... Uh, he goes down to, or he, he negotiates with Cambosis, and he wants too much money. And then he tells Cambosis after he agrees to the deal with Lomachenko, "I'll take what you were given, Lomachenko." That's some punk ass. You know, uh, you know it is. <laughs> but but who's okay? But all right, now we we know Devin Haney is the fighter; he's the product. But what what? Why do you pay a cut to a promoter? I mean, I love Lou DiBella, but does Lou DiBella get some take some heat here? And not being able to get this done, you know, because I mean, it's Cambosis, is, you know, Cambosis, you know, is his man. You know, that fight should have been made. Uh, Eddie Hearn, you know, Eddie Hearn, how many times has he come up short? I mean, he wasn't able to secure uh, the biggest uh, fight in boxing, which was at one point was Wilder and Joshua, you know. Um, then the Tyson Fury, uh, Anthony Joshua fight fell through. So is Eddie Hearn take some heat here. Eddie Hearn um, is. Uh, <clears throat> know, we'll leave Eddie Hearn for another day. Another. Somebody's time. lying. You're right. Yeah. Somebody's not telling the whole truth. Exactly. You have a great week, young man. You too, my brother. Enjoy. Uh, 
All the best to you, and thanks for having me on. The great Socrates Palmer, even with a Skype delay, and it was driving me crazy, folks. He is Foxy's PhD. friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I to get started. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, right here on Sports Byline. So I'm hanging in Detroit, right? 
at the Motown Studios. It's a basement in uh, Barry Gordy's old house on Grandview Boulevard, on Grand Boulevard in, uh, in Detroit. So anyway, next door there's this funeral parlor. And these old black dudes are working in this funeral parlor. And they're like, you know, kicking back afterwards, uh, doing a couple of interviews and that. So I'm talking with these guys, and they start telling me Motown stories. So I was bringing them California cannabis, and they were telling me, Detroit Motown stories. It was a fair trade, believe me or not. The godfathers of uh, of the funeral parlor next door to the Motown Studios in Detroit. Motown. Got to check it out if you go to Detroit. Now, let's talk USC. Of course, last week, the once-beaten uh, USC middleweight champion, Israel Adesanya, of course, defeated Robert Whitaker. It was a unanimous not across the board. Scorecards had it like four rounds to one on one scorecard. Others were 3-2, three, 3-2. Two, three, two. Bottom line is he is the man. I mean, a middleweight, he can't get beat. But at 205 pounds, he did get beat. He lost that fight to Jan Blackwich, I believe, of course. So <clears throat> weight does matter. Size does matter. This guy's peaking out at 185. Probably not going to make a move to 205 pounds ever again if he does. Uh, if he does, maybe at the end of his career. And the co-feature, Ty Tavesa, Samoan fighter, knocked out uh, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis, of course, the black monster. And he, he comes to fight, man. He knocks people out with elbows. And he calls himself the monster. But at the end of the day, he came up short again. Either Derek Lewis lives by the knockout or dies by the knockout. Last Saturday night, he died by the knockout. Jerry Corner was a winner. He knocked out Derek Brunson. That was a KO with elbows in the second round. Outside of that, there weren't too many more big names on the card. Andre Olosky, of course, the former USC two-time heavyweight champion, was on the card. He defeated uh, Jared Vanderosa with a split decision, 29-28. And there was two rounds of one, two times, and one judge thought the other guy won. But the bottom line is... You know, the UFC just doesn't have that kind of talent, man. I'm looking at their upcoming schedule. I mean, Jorge Masvidal, he's going to hook it up. Of course, Masvidal being the, the guy that broke, took out Nate Diaz, he sold out Madison Square Garden in an hour and a half. Six million dollars. Six million dollars in tickets, right? So then he did like a big pay-per-view where they did like, I don't know, 40 or 50 million dollars in pay-per-view money. Guess how much he got paid? Six hundred thousand dollars. $600,000. If I was a pimp in San Francisco and I had hookers on the street, and I was bringing in that kind of money, and I paid my girls that kind of money, they'd all be on buses to L.A. They'd, just, they'd be gone. They'd be on the Greyhound. You wouldn't see them anymore. They'd be gone. They wouldn't work for those kind of wages. But they have to in the world of MMA and the UFC because Dana White is the ultimate pimp. He's, like, controlling everything. Scott Coker, I thought he was going to do well. Of course, at one point in time, he was uh, owned Strike Force, And, of course, he – and then he became Bellator and things like that. But the bottom line is Scott's choked. I mean, he's had this big money budget, but he ain't produced big money events. When's the last time you remember a Bellator event? Yeah, that's what I thought. You don't. And the bottom line is the USC started running away with dates. Of course, the ESPN deal they've got with, US, with the USC, and the USC is on pay-per-view at least once a month. But they don't have the talent. And if you don't have the talent, what are you going to do? I mean, you're putting—I'm I'm watching a whole lot of ABC type of guys like Andrea Olosky. What is he, 45 years old? The guy should have retired a long time ago. But the bottom line is MMA is so hurting for superstars that they have this guy still around. As far as the Colby Covington card taking on Jorge Masvidal, of course, Colby Covington— is um, Donald Trump's guy. He's a white power guy. I'll just be on, be on. I can say that, can I? I can say that. I mean, he's he, he, he's a white power guy. He always had a white power. I, you know, which is cool. I mean, you got brown power, white power, people power. I'm into people power, but he's into white power. There's more power to him. And it's Donald Trump. Donald Trump called him after the fight. He won a fight. He called him after the fight. Didn't call him after he lost, though. So. Um, anyway, Colbert Covington, take on a Jorge Masvidal. Uh, Masvidal, the guy that sold out MSG, made all that kind of money and got pimped off by Dana White. Anyway, he's in the main event here. Of course, this will take place. 
uh, at welterweight. That means 170 pounds, which is a great weight for Masvidal. I don't know how good that is for Covington, but that's a great weight for Masvidal, no doubt about that. The co-feature features uh, former co-middleweight, former uh, lightweight champion, Rafael Dos Anjos, taking on Rafael Fieza. Uh, and outside the rest of the car- stars on the card, there really aren't any. Edson Barboza is being recycled. Uh, Sergey Spivak is being recycled. Greg Hardy is being recycled. Um, some of the chicks being recycled on this card. <clears throat> Marina Rodriguez and I didn't. Know, I've heard of her before, and she's you know not all like. Listen, they need to go out and spend some money. That's what they need to do. They even they're, they're having gyms. I saw there's a USC gym in San Bruno, California. I went by there a couple weeks ago. There's nobody in it. I mean, no. I mean, when I say nobody, I mean not a single person. There was a guy there, like you know, who would take the money or or your ticket or whatever you do to get in the gym. But outside of him, there was nobody there. Nobody. That's how good the UFC gym is doing. So at the end of the day, I don't think the UFC product is worth four point two billion dollars. That's right, four thousand two hundred million dollars. Some suckers paid Dana White and the Fertitta brothers. Four thousand. Oh, and the Dubai government owned owned eleven uh, percent of the UFC. So those entities got. Four, divided $4.2 billion or $4,200 million. Holy cow, you talk about getting took. Man, I hope they got a good accountant because they're going to probably be writing things off for a long, long time. I don't think the USC will ever make the kind of money back that the investors hope that they make. But then again, some of these guys get into business to lose money. Don't ask me why. I'm not one of them. But the bottom line is Kobe Covington and Jorge Masvidal. Of course, the main event. Uh, March the 5th, 2022, T-Mobile Arena, Paradise, Nevada. They used to call it Las Vegas. Now it's called Paradise, Nevada. Yeah, right. Bottom line is it will be happening in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, Masvidal, outstanding personality, good fighter. Of course, started his career on YouTube. He was fighting with Kimbo Slice. What was his name? Was that Keith Ferguson? I think it was his name. I think it was Kimbo's real name. Keith Ferguson or something like Kevin Ferguson. Anyway, yeah, Kevin Ferguson. Anyway, Kimbo um, was doing roids early on. He was fighting these guys in backyards, backyard brawls, and they were filming them, putting them on YouTube, and they got enough hits on YouTube where he was making money off his fights on YouTube. I kid you not. So anyway, he uh, turned semi-professional or turned professional as an MMA fighter, ended up being exposed as a very limited guy, and then he died, of course, of a heart attack from the age of 43. I mean, is that a coincidence that he was using steroids or uh, Flintstone vitamins, as we call them on this show, and he died of a heart attack of 43 coincidence? Probably not. Anyway, bottom line is Kimball Slice. Kimball Slice, may he rest to be. Somebody told me he's got a kid that wants to fight. Uh, good luck on that one. As far as the rest of the USC schedule is concerned, it isn't much to, uh, it's not, there's nothing there. This is nothing there. The USC is hurting for talent. I'll say it time and time and time again. Now, of course, tonight we've got Amir Khan and Kell Brook going to hook it up on pay-per-view. And I told you, if you're an American uh, television customer, contact your cable company because they will pay you to watch this fight. Pay-per-view. That's right. Pay-per-view. They'll, they'll pay you to watch this fight. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Now, Jaime Munguia, undefeated, 160 pounds, of course, come to us out of the boxing hotbed of Tijuana, Tijuana, Mexico. Man, that place is, listen, you've never been to a boxing match in your life or a wrestling match. Either it's Lucha Libre or, or, um, or boxing at the Tijuana Auditorium. I used to do boxing at the Tijuana Auditorium once a month. I was the only guy speaking English in the entire... I mean, I do an English broadcast. Everybody else was doing Spanish, and I think we even had a Japanese guy. But the bottom line is, I was the only guy speaking English in the entire arena. My voice sort of stood out. But that was some times, man. I mean, Eric Morales fought down there. Yori Boy Campus. I mean, there were some, some incredible studs fighting in Tijuana, Mexico. And now we've got, of course... Jaime Munguia, unbeaten, now 160 pounds, the number one ranked WBC contender, I believe. And, of course, that means that he should hook it up with Jamal Charlo. Jamal Charlo is the 
the undefeated fighter. Of course, he's 32 and zip or something like that. But let's be honest, every fight he's got into, he, he was like, he's supposed to win. In other words, there's got to be some mystery involved in the fights that you take place, that, that, you, uh, that, you, that you take part in. I mean, you know, if you could beat everybody, if you're beating everybody, either you're the greatest thing in the entire world or somebody's picking easy fights for you. I think it's, they're picking easy fights for him. I mean, Charlo had a chance to move up to 168 pounds and take on uh, Canelo Alvarez. Of course, he had a couple of opportunities. He kept turning it down. And now, as of last week, reportedly, Canelo turned down a $100 million contract to fight first Charlo, who I think he would have lit up like a White House Christmas tree. I mean, Charlo's fast. It would have been competitive for a couple of rounds, but I think his size and the body work of uh, Canelo would have just, was just imposed as well. That would have been it. Okay, So then... And that fight would have taken place in May. The other fight on the PBC card uh, contract that was offered Canelo Alvarez for this $100 million two-fight deal was with David Benavides. Of course, he's probably the biggest threat to Canelo Alvarez right now in boxing. Undefeated, former super middleweight champion. Guy lost his title on the scale. He had some coke problems. The Colombian dust. Of course, Mauricio and the guys got him into rehab. He's clean now. And he's rocking and rolling at 168. He says he wants to fight Canelo. And if Canelo doesn't want to fight him, Maybe he should just give up the title at 168. I think that's a fair assumption, but the bottom line is he's not really got enough fans and enough fan base yet to make enough noise to get a Canelo fight. He just doesn't. I really just don't think he does. I think he could possibly beat Canelo, but right now he's just not in the perfect position to call for that fight. So Benavides maybe in early 2023 will be the guy. May 2023 it'll probably be Canelo and David Benavides, unless Canelo gets beat before then or decides to go on to even easier guys. Now, Going back to last week's fights, there's not a whole lot you could take away from last week's fight. I mean, boxing sort of like, it just, you know, it's sort of sucked of late. It's, it's sucked lately. It just has. I mean, it hasn't been. Hector said to me the other day, he goes, you know, boxing's been sort of sort of sucked a little lately. I said, you really think so? He goes, yeah. He goes, you know, just, they haven't been delivering. I mean, the fights we want to see. Devin Haney, Cambosis, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, I mean, Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. I mean, it's pretty simple, the fights we want to see. The promoters aren't making them. And the reason why they're not making them is because guys don't want to take less money. In other words, you know, the Porter and Terrence Crawford, I mean, the, uh, the, the Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford fight, Crawford wants 60%. Earl Spence wants 60%. If they were to split 50-50 or they say, guess what? The winner gets 60, the loser gets 40, they probably could have made that fight. But they're not ima- there's no imagination here. There's none whatsoever. They really don't want to get the super fights done. If you don't do the super fights, you know what happens? Guys get beat. They get beat by guys you don't expect. They get licked like a stamp. The big upset goes down. Buster Douglas beats Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was, was supposed to fight Evander Holyfield before that for this mega, mega fight. But it's no, no, no. Let's go over to Japan and fight this guy, James Buster Douglas, who's a dog. Ooh. He's a dog. We hit him once on his big fat chin. He's going to go down. But no, that wasn't Buster. Buster showed up in shape, real trim, real lean. And, of course, he knocked out Mike Tyson. The most historic words I think they ever spoken on HBO were by Jim Lampley. And that was February 11, 1990, when he said, Mike Tyson has been knocked out, end quote. I mean, that was the most – I can't think of any more livid, any more, any more line on HBO in boxing history there has ever been. Mike Tyson was knocked out by like a 40-to-1 underdog. In fact, the only guy that bet on Buster Douglas I know was Ron Borges, the former uh, boxing writer of the Boston Globe. He was a big gambler, but he bet on, he bet on Buster. 38-to-1 odds. Uh, I think he bet 1000 bucks. Imagine that. 
$38,000 on $1,000. But then again, if you bet the underdogs, you only win like once in 38 times. So it probably doesn't pay off at the end. Don't bet the dogs. Las Vegas is always right. And if you think I'm wrong about Las Vegas being always right, hey, Daniel, the point spread was three points. How, how much did the team win by? Three points. Bottom line is Vegas knows what you're doing. Don't ask me why. I worked with Herbie, Herbie Lambeck. They called him Herbie Hoops Lambeck. He was like one of the greatest college uh, and NBA uh, 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 forecasters. You know, he laid the odds down for Leroy Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada. He was one of my mentors. And I used to tell him, how can you figure out that, like, the Saints are going to beat the 49ers by 10 points, and then the Saints beat the 49ers by 10 points? How do you figure that out? He says, it's mainly in the gut. Can you believe that? It's mainly in the gut. I mean, all these guys are making gut calls and come and be that and, and that close and that perfect. You got to be kidding me. The Rams went in the Super Bowl 23 to, was it 23-20? So, yeah, I mean, hey, a fantastic game. Everybody was happy. I watched part of it. I want to thank my, my, uh, my uh, I had some fun up there. Sean, of course, Sean uh, Hanley, I think. Was, I can't think of Sean's last name now. Sean Farley up there in uh, Northern California went up to Discovery Bay and watched the Super Bowl up there. Of course, he's an ex-cop, a PI like me. We had a good time. His family was cool. They were really great. And I want to say everybody had a fantastic time. Nobody was wearing masks. And I was sort of freaky about that. But then again, it's been a week later. I'm still doing fine. So I guess I didn't catch nothing. And, you know, and I guess, listen, I guess things, I hate to say it, but I've never said this before. Okay, as far as the COVID thing is concerned. But I think that maybe now's the time that we can start taking a little more liberty. And why do I say that? Because I'm like a most paranoid person in the world when it comes to health. Everybody knows that. But I think that right now, I think that, you know, maybe it's time that we can sort of like hold hands and take a walk again. So the bottom line is, you know, life has to go on. And I think at this point in time, it will. I hope it will. Anyway, bottom line is you are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. WBC TV. Don't forget, the World Boxing Council has an interactive website. That's right, President Mauricio Suleiman. Their website is WBCboxing.com. That's WBCboxing.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. 
It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. One of my Twitch viewers, main event Matt from St. Louis, sent me some stats on Wilfredo Gomez. Of course, he former WBC and World 122-pound champion, won titles at 126 and 130 pounds as well. Lost the fight to aforementioned superstar uh, Salvador Sanchez. 48 fights total off, 44 and uh, 3 with one draw. The bottom line is he was five foot three. Laying down. He was five foot two standing up. He was five foot three laying down. How do I know this? Because me and Alexis Arguello were hanging out in Mexico City, I guess about 1999, 2000, something like that. We're at some, some WBC convention. And uh, I'm looking across the room and I see this dude and he looks real familiar and he waves at me. You know, like, hey, what's up? I say, yeah, yeah, okay, I wave back and I'm missing that. So I didn't know what was going on. I say, hey, Alfredo, uh, Alexis, who is that guy? He goes, it's Wilfredo. I go, Wilfredo who? He goes, Wilfredo Gomez. And I look over at him. And I realized he's like 270 pounds, right? This is a guy that was a 122-pound world champion. Like I said, he's five foot three laying down, and he's five foot two standing up. I kid you not. That's how big the guy is. A great fighter, no doubt about that, but he let himself go after the game. Now, boxing, of course, tonight, uh, the, the zone. You got to check out the zone, no doubt about that. Jaime Munguia, of course, the undefeated middleweight fighting the Tijuana, Mexico. That figures to be a good fight. Demetrius Ballard, of course, comes to fight. He will uh, put up a good effort, but the bottom line is he's probably outmanned talent-wise. So expect I expect uh, my gear to win that fight probably inside of the distance. That's on the zone tonight. I come to you from Tijuana, Mexico, the Pacific time zone. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. I thank you so much as I clear my throat a thousand times. But I'm not supposed to do that. Anyway, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I thank you so much for tuning in to the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we come to you Saturday and Sunday as I stumble and mumble as my way to the break. Anyway, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. The great Daniel was in the booth today. I thank him so much. You are tuned to Ring Talk and WBC TV. Don't forget, the WBC has an interactive website. It is WBCBoxing.com. <laughs> 